0: Thank you for listening to live love give lead i'm brandy and i'm devon and we are two entrepreneurs with a passion for supporting women in their personal and professional lives hello everyone i am so excited to talk about my 10-day trip to mexico i paired a four-day women's retreat with a family vacation and so entrepreneurs mompreneurs Um, I definitely would say that this was a classic tale of mixing um, business and pleasure. So I can't wait to talk about it. So I started out in Tulum for four days, or about three and a half, and then in Tulum, Mexico. And then I went to Riviera Maya, where my kids and my husband were waiting for me. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about the pre-prep before I even went, right? So, of course, we had to make sure we had our passports, number one. Uh, We also had to make sure that we had someone to take out the garbage, get our mail, feed our fish, make sure no pipes exploded while we were gone. So, that was number two on my list. And then I also made sure with my travel agent that all of my commutes were prepaid so I wasn't having to try and figure out how I was getting back and forth to Tulum um, while I was on vacation. And that already posed enough of a headache. I'll talk about that later. So I am glad that I went through Delta Vacations to have commutes back and forth from Tulum to Riviera Maya. I um, also made sure that I worked like a mad woman to try and get as much work as I could done as far as my daily um, tasks that are needed at the school and with Live, Love, Give, Lead. So that was pretty much in place. I know there's always like an ongoing task list, but I felt pretty good leaving. Um, I did my acupuncture. I did my chiropractic appointment, my massage. Um, Some of you may know that I have... Epstein-Barr, and it's an ongoing process to keep myself healthy and also not in pain. So, I made sure to have all of my health um, issues handled before I left. That didn't go perfectly as planned, but I did try my best to really go and leave in a healthier state. This is such a challenge when when you are packing for four people. So myself, that was no problem. Um, Besides, I had to make sure I had all my supplements and all the good stuff that goes with keeping this beauty healthy. Um, And also, so then let's go to my kids, right? I always overpack. I have so many outfits for them. The last lots of bathing suits because they like to swim part of the day and then go in for lunch or what have you. And then I knew they wouldn't want to get into a wet bathing suit. So I brought a couple bathing suits. Actually, I think three for each of them and um, water shirts because The weather, obviously, the sun in Mexico is so different from any other place we've been. So I wanted to make sure that they were not going to get crispy while we were there, which happened anyways. But we'll talk about that later. Um, And then I also was aware that we were staying at an all-inclusive when I got to Riviera Maya. So I made sure to pack the kids um, a couple nice outfits. My husband was told he had to wear closed-toe shoes and slacks. So I made sure to do that. And then I, of course, wanted a couple cute outfits for my women's retreat. Um, and so that was a whole other mini suitcase while I was on that for day. But anyway, so um, I made sure also to pack all of our supplements. So my children and I um, are on lots of lots of things. My husband, not so much, but definitely my kids and I. And I am on quite... Um, Quite a subscription or prescription, I should say, of things to again just keep me healthy and keep my Epstein bar in check. I also have crazy adrenal issues and hormonal issues, so it's important for me not to go cuckoo, right? And so I have to have those supplements. I also made sure to have all medications and medical supplies. I just thought if I was going to need to buy anything, one, it would probably be a fortune, and two. I wasn't sure what I would have access to. So I just pretty much put together a little first aid kit, but I also brought things like for sinuses or colds or even the flu, just in case. I didn't want to be subject to something that the local pharmacy had. I wanted to make sure I still had control over um, what I would give my kids. So I made sure to bring all of that stuff. We also had to bring all our snorkel gear. My kids love to snorkel. My husband really loves to snorkel, me not so much. Um, but this is a great bonding experience for my kids and my husband. And so that was a whole, almost a whole other suitcase in itself. Definitely wouldn't recommend renting snorkel gear, uh, especially just with all the different kinds of viruses that are happening. Um, they put the, all of the masks and the mouthpiece in a small bucket of water bleach um, really diluted so there's no saying really how well that's been disinfected so I would absolutely recommend bringing your own own snorkel things and we were lucky enough to get like a Costco set for 40 bucks um, versus when you go there you're getting some cheap set at the you know little gift shop and on the resort um, that's probably seventy dollars and and really probably is 20 anywhere else so I highly recommend bringing it of course sunscreen. I had stressed this to my husband over and over and over again and of course we had some snafus but for the most part we were really protected. I prefer not to have any parabens or any kind of toxins in our sunscreen so it is important that we keep reapplying Um, and so I love using one of the sticks so I think I use baby organics um, and it's like mud. I mean I could barely get the stick off the, the res, remnants no rem, remnants of the sunscreen off my son's face. But I knew he was protected. And, of course, they're little ears, right? I brought all my toiletries. We brought sun hats, which was really important because when my son did get burned, we didn't have to keep him out of the sun. We just put a sun hat on him, and he was still able to play. And, of course, all the stuff that you need to entertain your kids on the airplane. And so my kids are really into drawing lately and coloring. So we brought all of that. And I brought lots of snacks because we know on the airplane, you don't know, again, what you're really going to get. And more times than not, even if you're open to buying um, things that are available, they're out. I don't know if you've experienced that. So they're like, oh, we actually only have option one." So I made sure to bring lots and lots of snacks. I did find out something amazing from a woman that was sitting just in front of me. If you bring water that's frozen, it's a solid, it actually can go through TSA. So then you're not having to buy a $10 $10 bottle of water on the airplane, right, or in the airport. So food for thought, I thought that was a great little snippet that I was not aware of. So I think that, um, that addresses most of our packing. So that concludes my packing list i would love to hear what all of you packed and what made it so simple i can tell you that i really organized because i was going on my separate trip so i organized a mini suitcase and then i put all the kids stuff and my husband's stuff together so i definitely thought it out i always recommend packing start starting to pack anyways two weeks before because there were so many things that I had thought about one key thing I almost forgot was headphones for the airplane so on Delta you get all these great uh, movie options or series options uh, you also get to watch where the airplane is um, and how far you are into your commute and it's so essential to bring your own headphones because they'll give away the little ear but they're not very good and for sure for littles they don't really stay in their ear and again to cut down on bacteria and cross-contamination i just like to bring our own so if i had not remembered to start packing two weeks prior i might have forgotten the headphones so i said to her i really felt like it was a success because none of us were at each other's throat we really got along quite well i know there was probably some disagreements or even maybe a little bit of upset, being that we had to switch hotels at the last minute, but I really felt like it was a success based on 12 headstrong women really being able to get along quite nicely. It wasn't all perfect. There was a time where the woman, Kelly, who planned it, had us do these great tattoos that said collaboration over competition and I had talked about this in an earlier podcast with Brandy about how there were some women that definitely still felt competitive and didn't feel like they could totally um, bring their, really be vulnerable if you will. And I thought that, that was a little bit mm, disappointing and not for me but for them because I thought there was a lot to learn from women that maybe had not been in business as, as long or even the women that had come that weren't yet entrepreneurs. Everybody has something to offer and you can always learn from each and every everyone and especially this really unique group of women. So that was disappointing for them, I would imagine. Whether they recognize it or not, I don't know. I had some great takeaways. There were so many wonderful things that I was able to take away. And I want to talk about my five favorites. So my thoughts on Tulum. Tulum was really a completely different part of Mexico that I had never really experienced before. It was really, really cool. And I can tell you it's very granola and it's very organic in nature and not really commercialized. And I think that's what I loved most about it. So the hotel we were originally going to stay at for the women's retreat was called Holistica. And while we didn't end up getting to stay there, we did get to take advantage of a lot of the accommodations. And they're really known for their yoga, and they have yoga temples, and they have all kinds of different energy healing they perform in those temples. It was really, really neat. And of course, the restaurant that they have on site at Holistica is vegan and vegetarian and gluten-free and dairy-free. They have this amazing menu to accommodate dietary needs so that was really cool and a lot of the girls that came on the retreat had special dietary needs so they were easily accommodated I loved trying different beet juices and um, avocado dishes and all kinds of plant-based all kinds of plant-based foods that I may not have ever tried before so the highlights of the trip were and I had said to the woman who planned this women's retreat so number one, I really love this takeaway and this idea of having personal policies. I had never really thought of having personal policies. Instead, I thought about boundaries. And I do have boundaries in my life as far as my personal life goes, whether it's relationships or activities or things that I don't allow in my life. So I really love this idea of calling it your personal policies. And the example that was shared was only going out with girlfriends once a month. This girl that shared the idea of personal policies said she has a lot going on with her business, she's trying to develop her own business, and then she has kids to raise and a, a house to take care of and people to feed, right? And so I love that that was one of her personal policies, that she absolutely only allowed one day out of the month to really go out and have a good time with girlfriends. So that was great. That was one of my favorite takeaways. Another great takeaway was limiting how many steps we have in a process. I'm at a point in my business where it just seems like things are getting overly complicated. And there was a woman who was presenting that said, if any process has more than 10 steps, chances are you're over-complicating it. And I thought, man, is she right. And so, absolutely true. I took a look when I got back home at some of the processes I have, not only in my business life, but also my professional life. And how could I trim down on how many steps are in that process? That was a great takeaway. Number three, I learned about this amazing book called The Big Leap. I love it. I can't recommend it enough. It really taught me so many great things. And the woman who suggested it had just successfully sold her salon after 15 years, made a really nice profit, and is living her dream life. So I just loved all of the concepts. And the main takeaway was this issue that we have of an upper limit problem. And in layman's terms, it's really about self-sabotage, but on a whole nother level. I can't recommend it enough and I absolutely love that it was recommended to me. Number four, there was a woman who talked about the health and wellness of not just our bodies but of our minds and our hearts. And she had this little um, heart shaped, I guess it would be a rock if you will. And we took that rock and we put it on a piece of paper where we wrote something that was really important to us. And we laid that heart on it. And the whole moral was at the end of the day to remember to protect our hearts and our souls. And I love that because in a day and age where we're so inundated with technology and information and health and wellness and all the things we can do, I mean, God knows I even have a meditation app. I can't even seem to do that on my own. So I loved going back to the basics of just taking care of our heart and our soul and really protecting what is so important to us in love, right? At the end of the day, loving ourselves, really caring and loving for ourselves. That was another great takeaway. And the final one was learning how to have collaboration with brand new people. I really loved being put in a vulnerable and unknown territory with 12 women. It was awesome and it pushed me to my limits of really discovering myself and how I interact with people that might be challenging, people that I want to align with, people that I feel are good for my soul. It was really, really a gift to be able to be with all these women for four days. And so again, my fifth great takeaway is learning how to collaborate and get uncomfortable to be comfortable. That was a really, really great life lesson. A few great activities that I thought brought us together as a team were, one, our cooking class. This was a lot of fun. We went to a woman's house, which we'd love to have featured on our podcast, so I won't give away her name quite yet. But we went to her house, and she had us make authentic Mayan food. And it was so cool to see all of us come together and really just create these dishes, none of us knowing what we were doing or how to do it. Um, And come together and make these dishes and we all ate together. It was kind of like the Last Supper It was so awesome to be able to join in a meal with one such an amazing woman Who had such a great story and really turned her passion for cooking into a viable business and then two, to really just Experience having a nice dinner and a team activity come together With all the women that we were on the retreat with I just really enjoyed that part. I also was way outside of my comfort zone and ate a cricket and a mealworm. So my kids couldn't believe it. I had to take a picture just to make sure that I had evidence that I did in fact take this challenge. So I loved that activity and I loved the takeaways of just learning and trying out new foods. Another activity that I really enjoyed was getting up before the sunrise And coming together as a team we were all dressed in white and we got to have a photo shoot at sunrise it was so beautiful and it was amazing that I had never really taken advantage on vacation of watching the sunrise and I guess because we think oh we're on vacation let's sleep in let's take advantage of relaxing which is awesome only you miss out on the simple beautiful things in life and I was so glad we made it a point to get up that early, even though we were all crabbing about it. It was really awesome. And we have some amazing photos from that that shoot. And Brandy and I really were able to just talk about how we need to appreciate the simple things in life and the gifts from God that we just completely forget about. That was really, really cool. Of course, we did a few other things. We went to dinner. We went to the Mayan ruins, and we're on a, I guess a bit of a hike, you could say. Uh, It wasn't near as grueling as I anticipated. That was a lot of fun. Just hearing the culture and the history of the Mayan ruins and the Mayan people, I appreciated and could feel the energy and the exhaustion and all of the trials and tribulations that this culture went through. I really loved being enlightened. Our tour guide was amazing. He kept it fun, he kept it simple. And he just was so passionate about what he was talking about. I really, really enjoyed it. And Brandy can attest that I was a skeptic. I thought, hiking, are you kidding? Do I look like I'm in shape to go hiking? So it wasn't near as grueling as I thought. And I am so, so glad I went because it was the most breathtaking place that I may have ever seen in my life, especially down by the beach and where all the rocks were. It was just absolutely beautiful. So that was another great takeaway. It was a lot of fun. So just before we were getting ready to leave, Brandy and I took a few minutes to really talk about some of the things that we had discovered, some of the business moves, some of the personal challenges, just things that had really come to light once our brains were able to take a break from the everyday business and just focus on what our future looked like and really just to be present. And it was really, really great to take a few minutes to do that. We had so many different ideas. We finally had time to let our brains be creative. We got re-inspired. We knew that we were going home to a lot of stressful things. So it was really nice to just relax, share with like-minded individuals, ideas about business, ideas about health. And it really overall was a great experience. And I would recommend anyone that has the opportunity to go on this sort of entrepreneurs women's retreat um, I would highly recommend it it's so awesome to be with like-minded individuals I can't express it but then to share in a retreat that has so much beauty and so much experience that you'll leave with is really priceless if you will it's really priceless so I highly recommend it Overall, Tulum is amazing, and I recommend a trip there for anyone that just needs to reconnect with nature and see the beauty and things God has given us, um, just for as it is, what it is, and enjoy it. I can't recommend it enough. Now my thoughts on my remaining seven days, or six and a half days, from my 10-day trip to Mexico. So after leaving Tulum, I got to reunite with my kids in Riviera Maya. We were recommended to a really awesome resort. We stayed at the Barcelo Palace. And the awesome part is it's connected to like four other hotels. And with the package that we had, which is all inclusive, we could go to any of the other hotels, pools, restaurants, buffets, activities we could go to any of the hotels. That was really nice, and each one had something unique. The cost was about $8,000 for all four of us to go 10 days. Now, this did not include my price for the women's retreat, but it did include all of the inclusive um, restaurants and activities that were offered at the hotel. It did include our flights. It included the commutes back and forth to Tulum. Which I wanna say those were a couple hundred dollars by itself. It included our travel insurance through Delta Vacations, it included our pickup and drop off to the airport. So, although pricey, I can tell you the resort itself wasn't as costly. We went during a winter break for school, and that probably was the bulk of the cost. So, it was really expensive to fly. I want to say our tickets were somewhere between seven and eight hundred dollars. So that was almost the bulk of our trip. The accommodations at the hotel were amazing. They had little shopping, so you didn't even need to leave the resort to get artesian crafted goodies, whether they were um, hats or keychains or bracelets or shirts or gemstones. That was all on our resort. We didn't need to leave the resort to to experience any of the amazing artwork from local artisans. There was little pharmacies on our resort. There were um, gift shops. There were clothing stores. There was a mall where we could take a double-decker bus to, which again was just hosted at the end of the link, if you will, or line of hotels. That was really cool. My kids loved the double-decker bus. And and really one night we just kept taking the bus round and round um, until we felt like getting off because it was a lot of fun just to be on, on something so cool so the accommodations were great the only thing i could say about this hotel is it's huge the the palace barcelo palace is huge and i am telling you we walked at least a half mile to our room back and forth it was insane how far our room was from anything whether the restaurants or from the pool it was really far away and because we didn't know any better We didn't request any kind of special upgrade. So that would be my only mm, concern. If I was to book again, I'd make sure that we were much closer to the pool. We did decide to invest in one additional excursion that was additional money. And that was, um, it was $99 a person, but we got to snorkel in a cenote cave. And we also got to do zip lining. And we also got to do four wounds four-wheeling that was really cool it's so interesting what you can learn on vacation so my youngest son was on the back of the four-wheeler with me and it was so interesting because he asked me many times did I know how to drive this has I have I drive driven it before and I kept reassuring him yes yes I have when I actually had not I had never gotten a four on a four-wheeler before and I had never driven one I didn't even know how to start it. So it's so interesting how we can start to see the characteristics of our children at such an early age because what ended up happening was he started crying. He wanted to get off. He didn't feel safe. He wanted to make sure that I wasn't going too fast. Now, after we got off and he survived, we went on the zip lines. And I, of course, went on there to try and show my kids that I wasn't afraid. But he had no problem going 1500 feet in the air and zip-lining down from one treehouse to the other. He didn't even have a shred of fear. So I thought to myself, he was fearful because he wasn't in control on the four-wheeler, and that was on the ground. But he wasn't fearful at all that he was in charge of himself on those zip And I thought it was a really great breakthrough for better understanding my son. And I I really am so thankful for that opportunity. So the accommodation, or I'm sorry, the excursion couldn't have worked out better because I feel like it really helped me learn so much about my little one. The weather. Well, when I arrived from Tulum to Riviera Maya, my little one had blisters on his nose and his ears, unbeknownst to my husband. He seemed to not notice at all that there was blisters on his face and his ears. So I can tell you, the weather, although the the breeze is there and it doesn't seem as hot as it may be, you have to make sure you're protected. You will burn, even on the coolest of days. The weather, the sun is so strong. I can't say enough to make sure yourself and your kids are protected. Thankfully I was able to put some ointments on and cover him with a hat and so he wasn't and he was able rather to really go right back to his vacation. But it would have been really awful if he had sun poisoning or some kind of severe third degree burn because there wasn't enough precautions on sunscreen. Overall the weather was amazing. There wasn't a single bad day. Before arriving to Riviera Maya, I asked my kids, what's your favorite part? And they said to me it was the swim-up bar, and all I could think is, what were they into? And so they explained to me you could get chocolate shakes or vanilla shakes or junior daiquiris, also known as mocktails, anytime they wanted by just swimming up to the bar. So that seemed to be one of their most fun times while being at Riviera Maya. And I thought it was rather cute because it was really just quite simple, but it showed how independent they were and how they love just being able to be in charge of themselves and make their own order. That was another great family takeaway. Thank you so much for subscribing. And of course, I'll continue to post vlogs to give you insight on how I continue to manage my personal life, my health and my business while not going crazy. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe for weekly episodes. And don't forget to visit our website for your free download on how to discover your true identity at LiveLoveGiveLead.com. Of course, you can always find us on Facebook and Instagram. And as always, live your best life, love unconditionally, give generously, and lead by example.